Welcome to Fight Pod, everyone. How y'all doing today? Back, episode two. Coming at you. It is uh, 3.44 a.m. Wednesday, February 27th. Your favorite night out. We're back, Fight Pod. Doing our thing. Um, We want to get right into it. Uh, I want to talk about UFC Prague. Not the best card. I think um, I think it was the first card in Prague. Maybe I want to say first UFC in Prague. It could not be. Sure, I might be off, but I, I think they could uh they could have did that card a little more justice. It I, I it was it was it was terrible. I didn't really enjoy too much of it. Uh, but I watched definitely paid close attention to the main event that Tiago Santos and Jan Blachowicz and Tiago pulled it out. I want to say with the TKO. And the, I want to say at the beginning of the third round. Look, yep, thirty nine seconds into the third round. It was a really good fight. Um, really back and forth. It was, uh, honestly, I was part points where I thought Tiago was gonna lose, but um, really good fight by those two. Tiago kind of just outworked him a little bit more. Uh, that Muay Thai he put together was really good. Looked really good on the feet, standing up. Even landed a takedown. And then um, finally, finally finishing him in uh third. But uh, for the rest of the card, it was uh, it was kind of lackluster. You could do a little bit better, UFC. You know it. But uh, anywho, this card wasn't nothing. But um, obviously uh. Just to hold you over for um, UFC 236. Pretty much, uh, no, excuse me, sorry. A little ahead of myself. <laughs> UFC 235, actually, which is pretty much the greatest card um, that I've seen in a long, long, long. It's a really good card. It's a really good, really good card. Even from the early prelims, you got um Marlon Vera on there. You got uh Edmund Shabazian, even versus Charles Bird at middleweight. That's a really good fight. Edmund's eight and zero. And uh, you move over to the prelims. With uh, Diego Diego Sanchez and Mickey Gall popping it off, which is a that's gonna be a good ass fight. They're they're gonna scrap. And then after that, you got Cody Stammen versus Alejandro Perez. They're gonna scrap. <laughs> I feel like uh, I'm gonna say that probably uh, a couple more times. But uh, Misha Serkinov versus Johnny Walker. That should be a good fight at light heavyweight. Johnny Walker is this guy that, um, you know, as soon as uh, somebody comes in and they look good and they're light heavyweight and they're kind of bigger and everyone's just like, this is the guy to beat John, you know, and they're ready to, cause I, I want to say Johnny Walker's six foot six. So he's a bigger guy, you know, the rangy striker. So as soon as someone sees that, they're just, this is the guy, this is the guy we're going to get to beat John and, you know. They throw them up there way too quick, and you 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 see this with these guys. Like, 
like with the Jimmy Mano or like with the Volcanos, Demir. Like people, like their, their careers get derailed. Trying to chase that that goat figure. But um, anywho, that, that's going to be a good one. Um, and then the main event of the pre well, the he- headliner of the prelims is uh, beat Magomed Sharapov versus Jeremy Little Heathen Steven. That right there is uh, a fight I'm going to be watching very closely. I really like the beat. Um, I like Jeremy Stevens too. Uh, hella power. Hella, hella power in Jeremy Stevens' hands. And Zabit, you know, we haven't really seen him knock anyone out. But I've seen Jeremy Stevens knock people out cold. So um, I think Zabit is definitely a. <clears throat> I think this is his first legit test in the UFC for sure, probably. If you would go look at his. I would probably go look at his. Let me see. We'll look at a couple of his, um, let's see. Yeah, definitely. Uh, his last fight against Brandon Davis, you know, he kind of mopped Brandon Davis. Uh, Kyle Bachniak really wasn't a name, but this right here, Jeremy, Jeremy Stevens is going to come in there and give him the fight. He, for Usually everyone kind of comes in there and plays that range game or maybe stand in front of him, but Jeremy, Jeremy Stevens is going to come towards him, bring that pressure. He's probably he's going to be looking at knocks and beat out. So if you um a fan of Zabit and uh you want to know how uh he's going to be looking uh in the future, that's that's definitely a fight you want to keep a good eye on. On the prelims headlining on um I want to say that's ESPN too. Yep, that that'll be on ESPN 8 p.m. March 2nd. Um Then you have the heavyweight or the the main 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 card. I don't know why I said heavyweight. <laughs> I'm not thinking. Well, popping off the main card is Cody Garbrandt after the coming off two losses, both to TJ, both knockout losses, well stoppages. Bad, pretty bad stoppages. One, the first one definitely is a little worse than maybe the second one. But you you coming off two losses, fighting Pedro Munoz, who's coming in here. Looking to uh, should solidify his chance of getting um maybe if anything a title shot or a number one contender fight for that uh, bantamweight title. When uh, TJ and Henry finally figured out what the hell what the hell is going on up there, then you got Tisha Torres versus Wei Li Zhang. That's gonna be a good one. Wei Li is uh, eighteen and one. Tisha's ten and three. They kind of match up pretty well. I think uh, Wei Lee is a little bit taller. Um, I want to say I watched Wei Lee fight Jessica Aguilar. She submitted her in the first round a while back on a, on that Nganu Blades card, I think it was. I'm not sure. It was a really good fight, though. She uh, she put on, a, put on a clinic real quick, and Jessica Aguilar is uh, not no joke. And then after that, you got... <laughs> This is another one, also. This is a fight, man. This is such a great card. But um, after the, uh, the women's strawweight fight, you got Robbie Lawler coming back off ACL surgery. I think MCL surgery. I think he blew everything out in his knee. And um, versus Ben Askren, first fight in the UFC. 
Ben Askren. This is what everybody's been waiting on, kind of. every Like, it, it's been forever. It got canceled. It was supposed to happen January 26th at, uh, on the card, I think, with TJ and Cejudo or something. I think it was. I don't even remember what card that was, but it was supposed to happen on, I think, 233 or something. But it got canceled, so they moved it up to this card. But I'm just happy that they got Ben a fight. This should be very, very interesting. Very interesting. I would like to see uh, if Ben Askren can come in here and do to the UFC fighters to, that he's been doing to one FC and and Bellator and all these other promotions that he's fought at. You know, and Dana's throwing him straight straight to the wolves, not giving him no warm up. This is this is if you want to be here, this is this is what we're giving you. So he's getting Robbie Lawler's first fight. This 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 looks good. So he could possibly shit first fight in the UFC. He could possibly shit Robbie Lawler could come out there and definitely start him. Definitely start him. And um, shit Ben Ben could be looking at his first loss if he's not careful and on the, and on his p's and q's that night. Then you got the co-main. Oof. I keep saying this. It's a motherfucking fight. You got Tyron Woodley versus Kamaru Usman. Which is, um, I've been saying this for a long time that I think the only person in the welterweight division that could beat Tyron Woodley is Kamaru Usman. I've been saying this since I watched him dominate. Um, who did I watch Usman dominate? I watched Usman dominate. Um, I watched him dominate Emil Meek. They uh they didn't like him because he kind of he was injured, I guess, and he came out and said he was injured. So he dominated him all three rounds injured, and then I watched him dominate Damian Maya five rounds no takedown. Damian Maya had his back at the beginning of the first round, you know, and you know anybody Damian Maya gets their back, it's it's nine out of ten times it's over, regardless of who you are, regardless of your wrestling pedigree, regardless of your jujitsu pedigree. But uh, he was able to fight out of that and beat Damien in a, I think, five-round decision. So he definitely, if anyone is more qualified, I mean, him. Any, I, I think, I still think that it should have been him versus Colby for like a number one contender fight, and the winner of that fights Woodley. But uh, I'm, I'm, I, I'm, I'm seeing. I guess it was supposed to be Woodley versus Colby, but Colby, um. I don't know. I guess he wanted more time off or something. I I, I don't know, man. You would have to actually, actually, it, it, it's more about, I think he's suing the UFC too. It's like Kobe's like came out and aggressively just said too much about the UFC. You know, like at the end of the day, that would be like LeBron James just coming out and just saying, uh, Magic Johnson is, a." Uh, it's getting on my nerves, you know, he's not doing what I want him to do, what 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 I want him to do, you know, for this team and and just at the end of the day it would just it would just look bad on the people who's running the organization or whatever the case may be. Uh I hope I kinda put that in a better way for you to understand. But um Yeah, well so they booked Usman. 
because obviously Usman, the Nigerian nightmare, he's like, you know what I'm saying? He's born and raised in Nigeria. I, I want to say he came over here. He, he said he immigrated over here. I was watching the um, UFC countdown. He was talking about how he immigrated over here for a better life and whatnot. Went to school and whatnot. And uh, I think he's a Division Two All-American, I want to say. Division Two All-American wrestler. And uh, Tyron was explaining that he's uh, mauled plenty of Division Two wrestlers. So he was saying if it came down to a wrestler match, he's not worried. I think Usman's wrestling looks really good, though. So I, I would be shocked. I, I, I really wouldn't be shocked if Usman pulled it out, honestly, because... At the end of the day, if you go watch Usman's fights, he's good at kind of kind of doing the Tyron Woodley thing. He's kind of like Tyron Woodley, but I don't know if he um I don't know if he is as crisp. And I'm I'm sure his jujitsu isn't where Tyron's is, but I'm sure that and I don't know if he's as crisp when it comes to stand up as Tyron is. So that should be a motherfucking fight. So that should be a good one. Definitely be enjoying that co-main, and um, then you got the he- then you got the headliner, the main event for uh, the light heavyweight title. You got John Jones and Anthony Smith. Um, John Jones coming off that mauling, that absolute mauling of Alexander Gustafson nullified him, took away all his tools, left him naked, and knocked it down. Honestly, if you ask me, um. He showed that he was definitely still the best light heavyweight in the world, that he didn't miss a step regardless of how much time he's been off and regardless of how much time he's spent away from the, the game. You, you could tell John Jones is, is here is here to be the GOAT for a while. But one thing with Anthony Smith, I, I don't know, man. It's something about, I mean, regardless when it comes to the sport, it's not, it's not black and white no matter what the situation is. So, with with this fight, it's it's always that possibility where where Anthony Smith can possibly just maybe press forward, maybe maybe kind of throw John off, maybe be a little different than anyone else that's fought him, and uh, shit, maybe be able to just maybe land that big punch because he's that he's been landing or that unorthodox kick that I've seen him land and and dethrone the, the the greatest fighter to me of all time. And I'm sure to plenty of other people, if you were to, I don't, I don't know who else you could say, but I think he's obviously the best fighter of all time. And anybody else should think the same. Um, if you really watch the sport, you mostly, will, if not John Jones, you would say Mighty Mouse or George St. Pierre. But you can't give it to George, obviously, because... You know, we watched him lose to, um, not Dan Henderson, what am I thinking? Johnny Hendricks, big rig. But, you know, obviously he didn't end up really lose. But, you know, it's tough to watch somebody lose like that. Plus, that was the prime of George St. Pierre, too. So, regardless, steroids or not, whatever, you know, Johnny was on or not on. It looked to me and everyone else in that arena that night he won that fight. So, but like, anyways, like I was saying, when it comes down to the greatest of all time, everyone gives it pretty much to John Jones and everyone kind of knows it. 
So him versus Anthony Smith, it's a it's a huge. Un, I know Anthony Smith is a huge underdog, but at the end of the day, he's a trained murderer, and he would murder ninety nine percent of the human population with his bare hands easily. I'm sure. So um, it should be a really interesting fight. They're gonna go out there. I'm sure they're gonna scrap. They talked a lot of shit, you know. Anthony's feeling um obviously slighted. Because, you know, every he feels like no one's giving him a chance. Which, um, I mean, hey, it's, not, it's, it's his chance to come with that Rocky story. The same thing with Gus. Um, that made that that second fight so significant. Maybe uh, Anthony Smith would come out here and do that. And maybe earn a second fight with John or something like that down the line. But uh, I'm sure it'll be a great fight. And um, I'll definitely be tuning into that 100%. Early prelims start on UFC Fight Pass for you those that have it March second, six fifteen, Mark, and then uh, same day eight eight p.m. ESPN is when the uh, prelims will start, and then the pay per view will start. I'm sure around ten p.m. And um, that is when um, the madness happens. That is UFC two thirty five, and then um, I'm going to talk a little bit. About the card that's up next, we got Derek Lewis and Junior Dos Santos. That is headlining the next card. I don't really want to talk too much about the prelim or anything yet. I'll uh, probably have an episode about that and recapping the John and Anthony Smith and that card, UFC 235, next week. But um, yeah, this is March 9th next week. Is uh, Derek Lewis Jr.'s Dos Santos. Derek Lewis coming off. I want to say he just lost to DC his last fight. I mean, you know, he kind of got a big following after he kind of came out and said his balls was hot. And, you know, everybody laughed and enjoyed it. But, um, kind of went. And then he beat, uh, Francis and not. It wasn't really a good fight. Everyone kind of knows it wasn't really um, really that good of a fight. They kind of he was hurt. Francis was timid after the steep they lost. It was a terrible fight, but so he's looking to come back off. I think yeah, his last fight was the loss to DC. So he's looking to come back off the loss to DC and Junior. <coughs> Junior had just. Beat Ty, I watched. That was a really good fight. Junior whooped Ty's ass, actually. And, um, Ty didn't look, uh, Junior just came in there and outclassed him and just showed that, uh, at the end of the day, man, you gotta, gotta get these years in, man. And Ty being eight and one and Junior being 20 and five, you know, that's, 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 that's years and years and years of experience. So, that was a good fight, though. Ty Tuabasa, who was obviously um, an up-and-coming fighter. 8-1, he's really good. I think I want to say he's ranked 11th, 10th, maybe, before the junior Dos Santos fight. But those two are going to bang, I'm sure. It's going to be a really good card. Looks like um, seeing T- Tim Means and, um, on the card. Looks like, yeah, Tim Means. Dirty Bird. 
but uh, Nico Price, who is also another young guy who um, they're talking about in that welterweight division. Curtis Millender, he's really good in that welterweight division too. Um, ben Rothwell's on this card too. Tim Boach, okay, this is kind of Benio Darius, okay. Some um, okay, so this card looks like it's gonna um. I, I, I bet this card delivers. But uh, we'll get into it next week, ladies and gentlemen. Hope y'all enjoyed the Fight Pod, episode two. Uh, check me out on Stitcher, Google Podcasts, um, YouTube, obviously Anchor. Um, what else? And uh, am I missing any? Stitcher, another podcast app, and also Spotify. Yeah, that's the last one. So have a good one, y'all. Hope you enjoyed it.